Alright guys, we're coming in hot with the picks for this week. This is week three. Everything should be exciting as we are heading into another wonderful week of football. Who doesn't love that? On that note, we got a couple of news and notes here. We got David Bakhtiari likely to be back for the Packers. Huge news considering left tackle problem has been kind of a problem. J.K. Dobbins is likely to be, is is back for certain for the Baltimore Ravens. Give a huge boost to their run game. Uh, Micah Hyde neck injury from Monday's game against the Titans out for the season for Buffalo. That's a huge blow to their safety corps. Leonard Fournette, Marcus Marshawn Lattimore fined thirteen thousand dollars for their roles in the fight that broke out in the Saints Tampa Bay game. Again, Tom Brady, you're a bitch. It definitely all started with you, you fucking prick. On that note, let's dive into these picks. Right now I'm 13, 18, and 1. My wife is 16, 15, and 1. And on the spread, I'm a total of 14 and 18 on the week. I did miss the Pittsburgh and Cleveland game this week. I do apologize. I was feeling a little under the weather. But we'll come back to you with the rest of these week's games. All right, so we got Cincinnati at minus 6 at the Jets. I got Cincinnati. My wife picked Cincinnati. And I picked the Jets on the spread at the plus 6. Um... I do like the Jets to cover. I don't like I don't like them to win the game, however, because I do like the fact that uh, Cincinnati's playing poorly and the Jets were playing really well and did come back with that massive victory last week. I look for Joe Flacco to build on that with his receivers and Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis get them involved in the game a little more early as opposed to trying to scramble late and sweep the spread from them in Cincinnati. Uh, Buffalo minus four and a half at Miami. My wife and I both picked Buffalo. I did like Miami on the spread with this game. It is an AFC East rivalry game. Two has been playing lights out with, with Tyreek Hill, who has proven to be a Buffalo killer in the past. So that plus four and a half does look very tasty to me. I got to be perfectly honest. I mean, I don't see that Miami beats them, but it is very possible anytime a rivalry game hits in a division, you just never know what you're going to get. Uh, Kansas City minus five and a half at Indy. My wife and I both picked Kansas City in this game. I take Kansas City minus five and a half. So did apparently the entire universe. Uh, Indy has been absolutely awful. Matt Ryan is a turnover machine. And Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Philadelphia minus six and a half at Washington. Philly, I picked Philly. My wife picked Washington. I like Washington plus six and a half. Again, divisional game. I do like this game to be close. I look for Carson Wentz to rebound against his former team and play a little bit better. However, temper those expectations because... We just never know what we're going to get with Carson Wentz, unfortunately. However, he does have a very large litany of weapons. Uh, looking to get some help back, too, in the, in the form of Brian Robinson. But Antonio Gibson, uh, Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel, everybody's been playing, Terry McLaurin, excuse me, have all been playing extremely well. So Carson Wentz does have a multitude of weapons to go to in the event that he, you know, I don't know, figures out how to play football again. Uh, Detroit at Minnesota minus, uh, Minnesota's minus six. I picked Minnesota. My wife picked Detroit. I did like Detroit plus six. Again, a rivalry game. Home dog, or no, not a home dog, excuse me. Minnesota at home. But I do like Detroit, who's been playing extremely tough and covering the last couple of weeks. They're playing extremely, extremely well. They play good football, and they do play hard for Dan Campbell. And quite honestly, I think Minnesota is oversold and overhyped. And I think they're full of shit. Kirk Cousins sucks. Go Detroit in this game. At least for the spread, anyway. Uh, Las Vegas minus two at Tennessee. Las Vegas... My wife and I both picked Las Vegas, and I like Las Vegas minus two. Tennessee looks absolutely god-awful, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Malik Willis starting before the end of the season. Baltimore minus two and a half in New England. I like My wife and I both like Baltimore, and I also like Baltimore on the spread minus two and a half. Even in New England, Baltimore is the superior team in my personal opinion. Mac Jones looks a little more uncomfortable than he did last year, where he felt like he was 
just in control of the offense. He felt like he was the perfect guy for Josh McDaniels' offense. However, I don't see that quite as much now that he doesn't have an offensive coordinator that he trusts, knows, or I feel like has any fucking idea what the hell is going on. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, New Orleans minus 2.5 at Carolina. My wife and I both pick New Orleans. I like New Orleans on the spread at minus 2.5. It's fucking Carolina, Baker Mayfield. What are you? Right now, he's an uncomfortable quarterback on a team that he doesn't really know with players he hasn't really gotten used to yet. So I give him some slack. But I do like New Orleans on the spread in this. They are a much tougher team. They didn't have anybody suspended. As long as everybody keeps coming back, Michael Thomas playing well, and Jameis Winston doesn't, I don't know, throw the game away, literally. New Orleans should cover this easily. Houston and Chicago, minus three. Chicago's minus three. My wife and I both pick Houston in this game. I like Houston plus three in this game. Quite honestly, I look for Houston to actually win this game outright. Uh, the Justin Fields um, situation is not a bad one. I, I really like Justin Fields. I think he's going to be a good quarterback at some point, but I think he's just going to be a good quarterback. Emphasis on the word good, not great. He can hold his own, but he will, in my opinion, likely stay in the mid the, the later mid-range quarterbacks um that that 18 to 22 range in my personal opinion but his offensive line absolutely fucking sucks and houston has been playing very good defense they've been playing really good ball they're not the best team in the world trust me don't get me wrong but i do like houston to go into chicago and take one on the road jacksonville at the chargers chargers minus three I'm going bold here, and I'm picking Jacksonville in this game, especially if Justin Herbert doesn't play, which is the jury's out on that at this current moment. My wife picked the LA Chargers, and I like Jacksonville plus three. If I'm going to ride with it, I might as well ride with it on my spread, of course. I do like Jacksonville. Massive amounts of young talent on that team. LA Chargers, again, without Justin Herbert, massive blow to their team. Chase Daniel has been a clipboard holder for a long time. However, he's not Justin Herbert. Trevor Lawrence is playing well. Travis Etienne, James Robinson, um... God, Christian Kirk is playing crazy. Zay Jones. There's so many weapons on that team. There, such a young, youthful team in Jacksonville, really on the rise. Potentially could be very, very good in the next few years. So I look for them to continue their growth as a team overall and and steal one from the Chargers, who could be in trouble early. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay minus one and a half. My wife and I both like Green Bay. I like Green Bay on the spread plus one and a half. Of course, I'm going to pick my Packers, but honestly, Tom Brady has less receivers than Green Bay does. Tom Green, Tom, Tampa Bay's best receiver is likely to be like the fourth receiver on Green Bay right now as it currently stands. Sammy Watkins on IR. He will be out for the next four games. Juwan Winfrey gets elevated. Bakhtiari's back. Um, Christian Watson should play, hopefully. Uh, Alan Lazard. I mean, there's still plenty of weapons on Green Bay. And Tom Brady's literally throwing two a bag of peanuts and uh, two clowns. Scotty Miller and Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley who just arrived just the other day. Um, now Tampa Bay's defense is extremely scary, and they can blitz the fuck out of anyone. Don't get me wrong, I'm not completely stupid on that fact, and that's how they beat Green Bay most of the time is turnovers and pressure, and Green Bay's offensive line has not been that great. However, you move Yosh Nijman out of the lineup, you put David Bakhtiari in his first game back in like two years, but I do like Green Bay's chances to go ahead and steal a victory in Tampa Bay and get that monkey off their back, which is the state of Florida for Aaron Rodgers. Atlanta at Seattle, Seattle minus one. I like Seattle. My wife likes Atlanta. I took Seattle minus one in the spread. Uh, spread to me is pretty inconsequential here because it is one point. I do, however, like uh, Seattle just to beat Atlanta outright. This is a game of two teams that I think are not very good. Uh, but Geno Smith in continuity over Marcus Mariota and his 
new weapons who may or may not know how to catch footballs because Mario doesn't throw it to anybody. Uh, LA Rams and minus three and a half at Arizona. LA, my wife and I both picked the Rams. I like Arizona on the spread plus three and a half again. Home dog, and it's a divisional game. Kyler Murray looked really good last week. Uh, I do, however, not see him as a franchise starting quarterback overall. Him and Cliff Kingsbury, honestly, I think are going to bury each other. Eventually it will happen, but at this current time, at least he saved his job for another couple weeks. Um, uh, but I do look for the defending Super Bowl champions, Rams, to rebound and just stomp the ever-loving dog shit out of Arizona, except not by more than three. San Francisco minus one and a half at Denver. I picked San Francisco, my wife picked Denver. I do like San Francisco minus one and a half in this game. Uh, the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is back really has cemented my idea that 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 they're the better team. Russell Wilson has not quite proved himself as the guy that Denver was looking for. At this current time, again, new coach, new system, new players, new teammates. Everything is new to Russell Wilson. It takes time for you to get acclimated and comfortable, so I will give him some slack. However, exactly for that reason, the opposite side of it, Jimmy Garoppolo is perfectly comfortable with his teammates and his players, and George Kittle should be back. I look for them to fucking smash, dash, and beat the shit out of Denver on Sunday night. Dallas and the Giants. Giants minus one. Giants at home. I like the Giants. My wife picked Dallas. I like the Giants minus one. Again, with the spread inconsequential in my opinion. But I like the Giants to continue their hot streak with Brian Dable. Um, really turning on the juices, getting Daniel Jones in a nice rhythm. And just pounding the ever-loving shit out of their defense with Saquon Barkley. And just letting him run rough shot all over the fucking Dallas defense. Which I think is not necessarily overrated, but definitely underwhelming in my personal opinion. Michael Parsons is a fucking stud. But beyond that, Trayvon Diggs, you've got your your moments and your players however i just am not buying into the whole notion that dallas really is any good and i look for cooper rush to choke on that note i will give that my that my 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 pick of the week my my pick of the week is going to be the san francisco minus one and a half uh it's probably one of my favorite picks because even san francisco being on the road in denver on a sunday night russell wilson has not looked very good they do have a good defense but the continuity of the San Francisco 49ers offense and the big boost of getting George Kittle back I think will be a huge boost, especially with Debo Samuel, Jeff Wilson Jr. They do have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the football, and their defense is extremely good. They can get any kind of pressure whatsoever on Russell Wilson, a guy they know very familiar from their time in the NFC West. I look forward to them um, proving it to him that you were King Dick in the NFC West and you're going to be King Bitch in the AFC West. So, on that note, I look for San Francisco minus one and a half to be my pick of the week. On that note, guys, we'll catch y'all on Monday.